The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book, that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1. The Power Matrix. A master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation. Authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix, today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Good morning. Morning, morning, morning. All right. Glad to have y'all on. It is the top of the hour. Let the people in. Okay. Antonio has put in the chat what we're talking about today, how to get into the flow of money. 
Uh, there he is, how to get into the flow of money. Uh, yes. CEO and founder. Okay, all right. I see you, Chef. I mean, y'all black. Yes. I see you. Okay. Yes. Grand rising to all of you. We have a, a interesting meeting today. I've got to cover quite a few things. I'm going to get a bunch of uh, grace post what I've been talking about for the last three or four days because it's going to build on top of that. And the number one problem I see not only in this community, but in, in financial or, or CEO communities in the first place is the inability for the CEOs to get into the flow of money. So let's let's do a slight wait, wait a minute. Yes. Well, wait a minute, sir. I missed that. The inabilities for the CAO, CEOs to get into the flow of money. Please. The inability oh, for CEOs to get in the flow of money. Y'all suck at it. Y'all, y'all, y'all. You really do. You 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 aren't that good at it. And yesterday. Uh oh, sir, have you turned off your VPN? You're frozen. Uh oh. Well, he will be back on. Yeah, yeah, he'll come back. I'll call. There you go. My VPN. You go. Yeah, that's right. I'll call in just so it don't happen. Uh, anywho, let me, Grace, do me a favor. Uh, read some of that real quick so I can go over it while I call in. Okay. How to create what the hell you're doing in 10 words. Okay. How to shorten time to make sales. Well, I, let, let's just stop right there real quick. Let, let's stop okay. at the how to shorten time to make sales. Okay. The number one thing that all of us have is time. And I don't mean that in the cliche way. I know you hear that all the time. You didn't need, you didn't need to come here to hear that. I get that. And, and I, I wouldn't even insult you by Welcome telling you that. Enter your meeting ID followed by pound. But how do you shorten time so you can get more sales? Because, because that's actually the goal, right? The goal is to, if the go, first off, you got to figure out, you have to figure out how long does it take you to make a sale? And then you're going to figure out how to shorten that sale up. Okay, so hold on real quick. I got to type this in because I can't do two things at once. Antonio? Yes, ma'am. While you're doing that, I had just sent something to Phil this morning. I sent it to you just now. Um, this is from CNBC, an article, and it says, I spent five years interviewing 225 millionaires. Here are the four types of rich people. And their top habits. And it's all about money and what they do to, you know, they're always on money and, Absolutely. and and all that, but it's, it's a good article. Yeah. Let me, Number one is state their saver investor. Yeah, I just did. They're saver investors. No matter what their day job is, they make saving and investing part of their daily routine. They are constantly thinking about smart ways to grow their wealth. So I, I thought of you and I thought you would like it. So there, there are four And then it goes down and 
they automated and saved 20% of their net pay. So it's on and on all a lot of the stuff that you talk about, but you might get some other things in there. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm about to share right now. I already pulled it up. Okay. I already pulled it up and it's right here. This is what she's talking about right here. But here it is right here. Save investors, company climbers, virtuosos and dreamers. And it's the automation that's going to take the bulk of this call today. The bulk of this call is going to be the automation portion because when I'm talking about how do you get in the flow of money and you're going to have to do that I'm still in this group economics thing, getting in the flow of us. Now, we're all the way from, we've got everybody here. You see Steve, he's in the UK. Shout out to Steve. And we've got folk in Africa and we've got folk all the way to... Texas, which is his own country, and then the rest of you folk who are not in Texas, shame on you. That, that's that didn't make no sense, Grace. To I call and uh, the call failed. So that's just the dumbest thing. Oh no! <laughs> we just we just gonna have to hey, man, we gonna have to fight through today. Do better, Zoom. All you right. know, what I'm saying? we just got to fight through today. We'll work it out. Okay. sir before you keep yes. going you said uh in order to shorten the time to make sales first you have to figure out how long it takes to make a sale what was the second thing you said and then figure out how to decrease that so let's let's talk oh. about that if i tell all of you to go make a sale today then half of you are going to have a real problem making a sale today if you are brave enough to jump on the samurai sword. Come on. Would you please? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Hello. Okay, we got Grace. There we go. So I wanted the people to know because, you know, Hello. I know most of y'all hot. There you go. Thank you so much. At least three of y'all have the No, fortitude. that's four. Okay. Thank you so much. All right, then. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you a lot of things to get to that sale. And the people who, and that's, to be honest with you, that should be 80% of y'all. Y'all out here fronting, but that's okay. It's okay, but uh, I should tell you, you want to learn these things as most of you are in America, you've been six months in an economic decline. You know what, Phil, let's just. Well, my front looked like my back, so. Well, well fair enough then. Well, you, you, you need much help then. I All understand. Up in uh, yeah, you got you. Phil, let's banter about this for a moment. We it should already been in a recession, but we had some band-aids. Investing in vaccine was the band-aid. And then you had the ability to lower more interest rates, which was the band-aid. And then Trump cleverly put two more additional band-aids that I won't go into right now. Phil, do we have any more band-aids left? Can we put out a trillion dollar stimulus right now? Well, if you print the money, you can, but that just makes every other, that's what, that's what inflation is all about. Exactly. So we're, we're, we are, we are bleeding at the neck from putting out one of those band-aids, which is the side effect of that is inflation. So we can't throw out money and save everybody. We can't do that. The only thing we can actually do is raise the interest rates. Is there any other thing that you see, Phil? Because I don't see it. I don't see another thing. Well, everybody can focus on their productivity. If everybody is more productive, then you 
and that's the raising sea raises all boats concept. That's right. So Absolutely. I've quoted before Jack Welsh. He says, during uncertain times, you weed out the weak players and the strong ones widen the gap. So the message is get strong, get strong mentally, get strong spiritually, get strong financially, get strong with your relationships. So do anything you can to get strong in all areas of your lives. And if you're doing anything that makes you weak, quit it. Pretty, pretty much, pretty much. I feel why you got the mic. Everybody's telling you happy birthday. It is August 1st. Would you, would you give us a little speech real quick before we get these folks to sing to you? Well, I've just ended my 71st trip around the sun and I'm beginning my 72nd and I am busy. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Better. Come on, y'all unmute your mics and tell Phil a happy birthday. Come on, y'all. Happy birthday! That's it. That's it. Queen Jesus, you're in the airport and I like to embarrass you in the airport. Would you sing happy birthday to Mr. Phil, please? <laughs> <laughs> Look, she's checking her shoulder. <laughs> this classic. Hold on, they make the announcer right up. Okay, that's even better. The more embarrassing, the better. It'll be memorable. Yes, absolutely memorable. So we'll wait until she has to get off that. She's Does she know the Stevie Apple. Wonder version? Oh, he wants the black version, Queen Chi, if you could. The Stevie Wonder version, please. That's the only version that happens. And if you do the first one first, you got to break into the, the second one. Yeah, you got to do that there. So Grace, you do the while regular version real while, quick. While yeah. she's doing that, we need to celebrate two souls that have gone on from the physical plane to the spiritual plane. Enough. One is Nicole Nichols and Bill Russell. Yeah. Bill Russell yes. won 11 national championships out of 13. I mean, we talk a lot about MJ, Michael Jordan, but Bill Russell was the complete guy. He was amazing. <laughs> and... He was also very instrumental in helping people and helping the black movement become more viable, become more respected, you know. And then Nicole Nichols was the uh, Lieutenant Uhura in Star Trek, which was a projection that there was a black woman that was fourth in command. It's funny, they did an interview with her. She said, I didn't realize till the second season that I was fourth in command of the Star Trek. And she was going to quit her first season. But wow. Martin Luther King got a hold of her and said, listen, you are modeling uh, uh, for the black community, black women, something that's never been modeled before. You better stay in there because you're a good testament of what this country or what this universe will be like in 2030, whatever the Star Trek was. So uh, I think that it's uh, two amazing individuals that uh, deserve some praise and attention and appreciation. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure glad. Thank you, Phil, for, for bringing it up as well. Two, two great people. Thank you. I do appreciate you. Queen Chi? I don't, I don't know the chorus, Mr. Phil. I'm so sorry. That's the only thing that matters. It's happy birthday. That's it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy 
Come on, y'all, y'all clap for that. Yeah. You are go ahead, Queen. Okay, okay. You got to sign her the paper chasing records. That's it. Bring it, bring it back, Grace. Bring it back. That's a long time ago. Y'all don't know nothing about that. A long time ago. Long time ago. Good. Good. CEOs, money. The first thing, just write this down. The first thing is to get in the flow of money. Now, what does that mean? That's it's the first thing. I want you to think about it as a few examples. If you're going to be a fisherman, you can't go to the track and field arena. If you're going to be an actress, you should probably move out of Houston, Atlanta, New York, LA. If you're going to be an actress and you move to California, but you move to Rancho Cucamonga or you move to the Bay Area, you're still inappropriate. While they may shoot films in the Bay Area, or the Bay Area specific scenery films, that is not the flow of money. If you're a CEO and you are a coach, uh-oh, yeah, I go, Grace. If you're a CEO and you are a coach and you are a consultant and you are seen on one time posting, complaining for any reason. I hate Donald Trump. Stupid Black Lives Matter. Anything you have just put yourself out of the flow of money. Why? Because no one wants a complaining mentor. Watch it. Okay, this is making a little sense to you. If you are a coach and a consultant of any kind and you're not posting content every day, or so what's the equivalent of posting content every day? Posting high quality content at a regular frequency. You should be writing all this down. You're to post every day and have your everyday content be high quality. I mean, high quality content and quality or in content low quality in production, or you are to do a high quality piece of content every whatever frequency you set. I'll give you two examples. Gary V posts, and you know what, let's use Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Gets in his gym, puts his camera in a vertical position, and post him sweaty with no makeup. And the radio is too loud. And he is the number one male followed celebrity of all time on social media. At least that's not a soccer player. Mr. Beast, anybody heard of Mr. Beast? Mr. Beast posts about every three to six weeks. His videos just happen to have a $200,000 budget on average. 
you can post every three to six weeks, but you're going to want to have high quality posts while doing that. And that quality means high quality content and high quality production. If you're going to be a, how many of you, but right now, let's see how relevant this, even though I've already gauged all of you throughout the past days. If you coach or consult of any kind, allow me to give you examples so you cannot hide. You publish books. <laughs> that is absolutely coaching and consulting. <laughs> you understand? You publish books. You develop software for people to use monthly. You actually coach. You, if, you, if you use your craft to make people's lives better, would you unmute your mic, say something, flash your camera, raise your hand, whatever you may do. Go ahead. I do. Something. Me. Okay. <laughs> said something. All right. There you go. That's most of this call. And most of this call is not dropping steady content or high quality content at a, at a steady frequency. Thank you. And that's all for a short period of time for me. It, it just I hear you is. loud and clear. Okay, thank you so much. How can, here's the deal. Antonio, why are you telling me to do that? Well, Antonio, let me ask you a question. Are your customers using social media? Yes. Do I need to finish the second part of this, Antonio? No, because if your customers are using social media and you are not casting the right bait on social media, then you are using your, I don't like being on camera. I'm uncomfortable with producing content as an excuse to be out the flow of money. Go ahead, Phil. And I think as important as content is context. You know, Absolutely. are you fishing in the right pond and do you have the right bait for the fish you're trying to catch? Do you know what kind of fish you're trying to catch? And do you have the right equipment and bait to catch that fish? Because you don't catch a marlin the same way you catch a trout. It's different bait, it's different equipment, so you need to understand that content is important, but I think in today's world, context is even more. Absolutely. So have you decided who your, who your customers are? And if you have it, or let's say you did decide, I love this, pick the right equipment part. Are you even using the right equipment to get these customers? Do you, do you have a CRM? Do you have a sales funnels? Are you... Are you using a website instead of a landing page? There's so many implications behind what Phil just said that we can spend 16 weeks alone talking about the right equipment for CEOs. We really could. Go ahead, Phil, and then Prophet Jerry. A friend of mine is Jeffrey Gittimer, who's one of the top sales gurus in the country. And he says three things about sales. Most salespeople aren't willing to do the work to make selling easy. I think that is just a, a great line. Most salespeople aren't willing to do the work to make selling easy. Mm. Number two, it's not our customer's job to remember us. And number three, if sales suck, that means you suck. There it is. 
sounds very Antonio Smith-like, by the way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go ahead, Prophet Jerry. Greetings, Bishop. How you doing? I am swell, sir. How about yourself? Uh, doing well. This question is for you and Mr. Phil. Mm -hmm. Mr. Phil, happy birthday to you. May you have many, many more and enjoy your day. Um, just over the weekend, I found out that two aunts had bought my book. And um, so would you consider them customers or just they bought it because I'm their nephew? Um, how, would you, how would you look at this and how would I grow how would I grow them and not grow? I'm trying to sound professional here and I'm no, not. I love this question. And I'm so glad you asked it. I am so glad. I feel even glad you, the, I, I don't know if you consciously know what you're doing, but let me catch everybody else up to what okay. you're doing. He okay. recognizes just because you spent money with me you're probably not a customer. Oh okay. my God. Okay. <laughs> I am so yes, sir. Oh, I just oh. didn't try to say, wow, get out my head. I am so pleased with this question that I'm going to take my sweet time with this question because y'all have all of this problem here because you may have won the battle of getting my money with your low end ticket, but you do not have my loyalty. You do not have me as a customer. Watch yourself. And there is a battle to be fought after the credit card is swiped. And I'm so glad you brought this up, but you asked Phil for input too. So Phil, if you want to give us some of your great insights here and we'll just, Double Dutch. Well, I mean, I would give them a call and talk to them and say, have you had a chance to read the book yet? And you know, if they say no, say no problem. Don't, no worries. No worries. Just when you do, I'd like to have a conversation with you for you to tell me what you got out of it, uh, what it meant to you, what value was. Yes, and that way, when they read the book, they'll read the book with intent because they know they're going to talk to you. And then number two, you can then find a customer from them. You know, when I work with a client, I say, first of all, the most easiest and profitable dollar is people who already do business with. And Antonio talks about that all the time. That's those add-on sales. And the second easiest money to generate is people who know the people you do business with. And that's who do you know who might like to know more about this? So once that aunt read the book and give you their feedback, then you can say, by the way, is anybody you know who might like to know more about us that you think would benefit from my book? And if they get stuck, you say, here, why can you just take your phone and go through the contacts on your phone? Maybe that'll spur your memory to see there might be somebody that we could get the book to that'd be a benefit from them. And I would bet your aunts might even say, depending upon their situation, might say, yeah, you know what? I'd like, why don't I give that as a gift to them? That's, That's right. another thing you could talk to your aunts about. He said, did you really like, oh, with all this? Next time you think about sending out a gift to somebody, you, you, would you mind thinking about at least thinking about my book? Okay. And then you, you do that. And that's just, uh, that's again, it, it, every book is like a pebble in the pond. And even, even if they bought it because you're their nephew, you can uh -huh. encourage them to read it and finish it. 80% of all books are never read. 
Wow. I mean, think about that. 80% of the books that are bought are never read. That's a statistic that some publishing company came up with. People buy them and put them on the shelves and they'll read them. So we need to encourage people to read the books that they buy. And by you calling them up, say, hey, I'd like some feedback from you. I really appreciate you buying the book, but you could really help me is once you read it that we could get some feedback. Okay. Yeah, because the first thing I, I, I said, and Renee had to co- not correct me, but get, in, get into my mindset. I said, well, one aunt helped raise me. She was in the, as a child, she was in, in the picture, but I didn't put her in the book. So I said, well, maybe she's going to feel some kind of way that I didn't mention her. And Renee was like, don't even think that. Maybe she just wanted to support you. Maybe she just wanted to see what was your output of writing this book. And before you go, Bishop, um, there's new people on the line. May I put in my link for the book? Yeah, sure. You don't bother me. Okay, yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Prophet Jerry is our, he's... Tell us a little bit about your book. Give us your, give us what to tell, tell us about it. Well, the book is called um, Broken Bones But Not a Broken Soul. And basically uh, talking about a lot of accidents that have been in. I had my head ran over by a car. I've been thrown out of a car, fell off a house. Um, I've been paralyzed. Then I walked. Now I'm paralyzed again from an accident in 2019 where a car ran me over when I was going to church. And my queen was on the, on the phone as I was going to church we were talking and I told her to hold on and end up getting hit by a car um and it talks about how I met her it talks about how I had to heal from my first marriage in order to go into a second marriage amen to that thank you so much in fact y'all let me your mics and clap for him please Yes. You need to tell me what's Prophet Jerry. You need to tell me in that in your little rap there what's in it for me for reading the book. You told me what's why you wrote the book. You didn't tell me what I'm going to benefit from from reading it. Well, your benefit from reading it is that you can heal when you're broken. You can heal when you're broken. Um, some of the book have talked about two suicides. One of them was when I was 17 and I heard a voice, I was in the backyard and it was dogs back there. And I heard a voice said, I got work for you to do. And I know dogs don't talk. So I knew that was God talking to me. Let me know that there was work to be done. So you would heal from the book. There's, there's many things that you may be going through that you don't know that you can heal from and you can get healed from it. Okay, good. So I got some, I've been thinking up here, I got some steps for you that's gonna apply to everybody. If, if, I got some stuff, go ahead, Phil, I got plenty. Well, you you might wanna say, and I've got a lot of ideas to help you bounce back. Now, whether it's bounce back from something personal or financial or, or that it, I'll give you some ideas to help you bounce back from anything that happens in your life. Yes, sir. Right. 
bounce back and then come up with something like the freeway bounce back something i don't know bounce back power bounce the bounce method or something who knows right you just come up with it all right everybody stop multitasking typically i wouldn't tell you to do this on this call but i am today i'm gonna explain what i'm about to do uh, let me first tell you uh, who, who we are i opened up this call in um March 2020, because the pandemic was making me richer and I wanted to uh, give everybody the same courtesy. And so your only job here is to steal. You can take back everything. Uh, this company has four missions. Mission number one, to create 100,000 millionaires. We've created more than a few. There is uh, more than a few on this call. Number two is to take the people who cannot sell whatsoever and then make them top income earners or sellers in their respective countries number three is to end the student loan debt crisis and number four is to end world hunger every purchase that goes to this company are allocated to those last two resources and then the first two are the reason for this call right now i'm about to fulfill mission number one I'm about to give you what you need to march yourself to a million dollars. Should you desire to multitask, you are more than welcome. God should not violate your free will. And I care if not. However, I will tell you this. I'm about to give him 11 steps that I could just think of in my head that take him from getting someone looking at your stuff to creating them to be a super fan. What is a super fan? Someone who continuously buys from you over and over. Grace, and can then, you write it down so I can copy and paste it to my notebook, please? Yes. Thank you. Yes. And then Melissa just got the live transcripts. I mean, I'll, I'll talk without my sudden draw so the words can come up properly. That's probably going to be impossible, but we'll try. Well, no, let's not call this creating super fans. That's not, that's not the goal here. The goal here is let's go 11, 11 Antonio's 11 immutable laws for turning social media or family members into customers. Phil covered about three of them. And I cannot repeat what I just said because I made it up off the top of my head. <laughs> but this is not about super fans. The side effect of it is super fans. This is fitting the flow of money. What 11 things can I do? Let's set the stage. I saw a young lady here named Tanisha Young. I have no idea who she is. I'm pretty sure she's attractive because all women are attractive. Tanisha Young, I have no idea what she does for a living. But if she does not make $10,000 a month after all expenses are paid, and if she is not 
uh, does not have access to $250,000 of cash flow. So she can indiscriminately buy 300 unit apartment complexes every 90 days. Then this is for Tanisha and everyone like her. The first thing you need to do, the absolute first thing you need to do is you need to master what is called hook story pitch. When Phil asked, tell us about your book, it should have been a reflex for Prophet Jerry to hook, story, and pitch. All righty, I'm gonna just let that sit there for a little bit because we sat here and told y'all about your 10 words, didn't we, Grace? We told you about the 10 words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we told you about your 10 words. There is a book that I am writing called United Cities of Solaria. I've been writing all week. So if you text me, my responses have been crazy slow. I still have 47 messages I need to get to because <clears throat> you cannot write with your cell phone next to you. It just don't work that way. I do apologize to you. Ask Jerome. He knows for sure. He knows for sure. Sir, shout out to Arshia. She just wrote an ebook. And put it on Amazon. Just yes, and she kept texting me all weekend while I was writing. Yeah, she did. She sure did. Yes, but I'm so, so pleased and honored by her presence. Diana, where are you? Could you read the description? To, actually, as a matter of fact, I got it. Grace, if you could read the description to the United Series of Solaria, please. Prophet Jerry, pay attention. Everybody pay it. I don't care if it's a book, if it's a candy bar, you sell CBD peppermint oil. Pay attention. Uh, I'm sure somebody out there selling CBD peppermint oil. <clears throat> Read that, Grace. It sounds like it'll sell. The United Cities of Solaria is the first book in a four-book post-apocalyptic techno-thriller series that incorporates the very real world possibility of a series of nuclear electromagnetic pulses from a longtime communist enemy nation that were detonated in multiple strategic locations on alternate earth. After the power goes out, civilization crumbles and the violent nature of man reaches an all-time high and the strong begins to eliminate the weak. It's too late before anyone realizes nuclear fallout will kill them all. It is also it also includes African folklore, Creole culture, and deep military intelligence special operations knowledge throughout the story due to the author, Antonio T. Smith Jr., being a retired, highly decorated combat special operations intelligence sergeant holding a top secret security clearance. Okay, that last paragraph was something Deanna sent to the publishers. The first two were important. That's the back of the book description or something like that. That last one was talking to the literary agents. <clears throat> Did that sound like I know what I'm talking about, Jerome? Yes. So guess what I should do? I should memorize that. So the next time somebody asks me, what's the book about? 
I go immediately into hook story pitch over those two paragraphs. Did I just prove my point? I'm gonna try it again. Yes, sir. You did. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna again. Yes, sir. So you saying I should remember the back of the book, basically. You should ask me, Antonio. Antonio. You should say, and you know what? Katrina, can you unmute your mic? Let's, let's see if she's there. Good morning. Oh, good morning. K Katrina, could you pretend for a moment you're into, do you have a podcast? I do. You do. Can you give me the very often asked question? What's the first thing you would ask me? As soon as I get on your podcast, what's the first thing you would ask me? Because your audience, you know me, your audience does. So what's the first thing you would ask me? What inspired you to write this awesome book? All right. Okay. So this is concerning the book, right? You got it with concerning the book, et cetera. Exactly. And if then everybody says, well, Antonio, we want to talk about this, but can you tell us a little about yourself? Yeah, I've never heard that before. Yes. Watch my hook story. Okay, you can mute your mic. Watch my hook story pitch. Prophet Jerry, would you ask me? A little bit about myself. Just go ahead and tell me to say that. So, Antonio, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I was born in 1981, 1985. Crack cocaine comes through the neighborhood. I can no longer live with my parents. They could not legally keep me, morally keep me, ethically keep me. They were on drugs. And at five years old, I found myself homeless. And I eventually found solace in a trash can. Now, I spent the next five to 15 years, five to five years to 15 years in that trash can, but don't, don't necessarily uh, feel too bad. I, I, mean, I was hurt in that trash can. I was hungry in that trash can. I was abandoned in that trash can. I was molested and raped in that trash can. But the moral of the story is, Jerome, I got out that trash can. It reminds me of a story about Peaks and Valleys by Spencer Johnson of a young man who had peak dreams but was surrounded by valley people and one day he decided that he would go and tell everybody that he would go to the peak his first mistake and I'm here and I live my life just like I got out that trash can sometimes you have to be hungry enough to climb the peak where there's no trail and get yourself to wherever you're going to be and today I travel the world just teaching people how to get out their own trash cans just similar to the young man who was in the valley, who wanted to get to the peak, sometimes you have to blaze your own trail. And I travel the world teaching people how to blaze your own trail. And if there's anybody in your audience who can possibly understand that you can come from a trash can and then get to the point in life where you teach others how to get out of theirs. Hook, story, pitch. Uh, Every time you ask me, it's going to be the same thing over and over. Could I have said this? She, Katrina says, well, tell me a little about yourself. Prophet Jerry said, tell me a little about yourself. Well, my name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. And I was first born in the twinkle in my father's eye. And then I did these things and all these other things and all these other things and all these other things. Notice that 90%, no, 95% of my little one minute talk that I gave there had everything to do with why you should be following me, not why I am so great. Okay, we're gonna try it again. We're gonna try it again. 
We're going to try it again. I got you. Okay, all right. So next time someone says, well, Tanisha, what do you do? Your 10-word statement. I make profitable clients more profitable. And then when they want you to go into a story, guess what? You go into a story that is 95% about how you can impact their story through your story. Somebody's missing this. I can feel the energy floating upon me, this resistant energy. You do not miss it because success is absolutely generated through a bunch of little hidden skills people don't notice. You, you think this is, I'm a guy, he's, say it again. Forgive me. You said impact their story with the impact of your story, right? Uh-oh. Okay. I believe, okay, he's a little frozen again. He's, he's going to be back. Uh, check to make sure your VPN is off, sir. I know he said we was going to just deal with it today, but when he comes right, back, there he is. There you okay. go. I'm back now. Yeah, yeah. We're going to try to Zoom call the thing. I got to fix these trees Welcome around the modem. Enter your meeting ID. I said, I said that you, success is about, uh, hold on, stupid thing. Success is about these little bitty skills that most normal people can't see, but they impact everything about success, huh? I'm gonna try this again, Grace. Let's see if it works. Can I share the blurb to my book? I think would benefit everyone on here because it actually outlines what you're saying right now. Sure, go ahead. I cut it off a little bit, but it's all there. My apologies, sir. I think you renamed no, no, no. I renamed you. <laughs> No, that's fine. It's fine. You you read it. I'm going to switch over. I'm going to okay. sync them up to me. It says, are you happy? Wired to succeed. The secret to attracting anything you want in life is inside your mind. Most of us didn't choose the path we're on now. We didn't choose to work in the career we're in now. And many probably didn't actively choose where they live either. But don't worry. The answer is here. How to attract anything you want in life by rewiring your mind to reach its full potential with this book. Learn how you too can achieve online success. You'll never know unless you give it a shot. Many people are making a great living selling products and services alone. You could be one of them. Some people have a hard time believing this is possible, but that mindset could be exactly what's holding you back. Dream big, reach for the stars. All right. So, yes, that is what I'm talking about. Now we have to put this down into a 10 second conversation. I don't I'm, I'm I know that you are halfway getting 
what I'm putting down. You, let's, let's talk from a black perspective because everybody's going to understand this, black or white, Jew or Gentile. You're so focused on looking the part. Keep your nails clean. Put on the right shirt. Don't be wrinkled and all that extra stuff. The problem is everybody looks the part and your customer is suspicious of people who look the part. I'm automatically suspicious, but I know what people can't do. I know the one way to find out if Dolores is the real deal. Ask her questions. It's the number one way that we gauge if someone is a practitioner or not. And when I ask you a question and you show me any sign of hesitation, I'm now going to take the path of least resistance because you're not the leader I'm looking for. I'm not going to spend my money with someone who acts like me. Not at all. How do I get over this problem? No, nobody is. Nobody. How do I get over this problem? Number one, master hook story pitch. Number two, in that hook story pitch, manage to tell your backstory. Number three, then you got to demo the product and show how easy it is. I did all three of these instantaneously. I said, you should ask me, Katrina. And I demoed y'all just how easy this is. It's not about knowing better. It's about performing better. Let me, let me shatter all of your thinking just for a brief moment. You can cook a better hamburger than McDonald's. They're wiping the floor with you in sales. You can write, especially you folk that like to correct every other word to come out of people's mouth. That's not how you say that. It's what, not what. You know, those kind of people, we all got that English major in our family. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't fool me now. They may be able to write a better book than you, but they can't sell more books than you. There are very few best writer competitions. Bestseller? Well, that's programming. Allow me to explain. The bestseller list says this one thing, Dolores, if you've never thought about it before. The bestseller list says, your money's safe over here, y'all. If Frida gets to the bestseller list of, it doesn't matter, Amazon, some website, Oprah's Book Club, it, it, New York Times. It, I don't care how little the bestseller list is or how big it is. If it says bestseller or clearance, that's the opposite end of bestseller, it tells your audience, your money's good here. Why? Because psychologically, through programming, we just said, well, that's a thousand people that bought that book. Must be a good bet. 
Now, I'm going to ask the question. It's always going to be five or six people, Grace, that say, well, I don't never do that. But when you go into a bookstore or when you go to Amazon or whatever you get your books from, how often do you go outside of the top list that is shown before you? And everyone always lies because everyone likes to be intellectual, you know, not me. When we know that if you're not on page one, it's over for you. We know this. We got all the statistics. Hey, Antonio. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you know what? Um, when I was a restaurant marketing manager, I I was told about uh, a specific that they, they had. Uh, it was a churrascaria, so it, it was a Brazilian steakhouse, and they had gotten a really cheap cut that nobody wanted. And they, they told me that there's this problem where no one's buying it. And I was like, have you tried putting it on like the most popular thing? Like, have you tried putting it? They're like, no, that's, that's reserved for our most popular stuff. You want our, our guests to try that and think that I'm like, no, 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 trust me, just put it there. And they did. And guess what? It took about two weeks for them to run through an entire, like a steakhouse a big massive steakhouse's stockpile is is huge. It's not a common restaurant. Yeah. And they ran out. They, ah, flag steak. Yeah, that was the name. The, the, and nobody wanted it until we put it on the like the most popular thing. Point proven. Bestseller list are programming. They're saying, Nisha, your money's good over here. Now, I don't know outside this list. Just think about this. If you go to podcast right now, you are not going. You can lie to me all you want to. You're not going to page 200 to find your next binge podcast. You're not going to page three. Top 10. We know this. And you know what? I I remember why you're talking. We do it like, like if we go on Amazon when we're buying books. We look at the, how many stars, even when we buy certain items that's not books, we look at how many stars, how many people have chosen that product and the stars. Some of us will even read the reviews on that product. Mm-hmm. And it's because the stars say, oh, my, my money's good here. So when you open your mouth, my friends, a CEO must be in the flow of those stars. See, see, I've been on the same point since I opened up. The CEO must be in the flow of that bestsellers list. If Antonio, Antonio was to release it, mm-hmm. we developed language so Caveman A could communicate the mistakes and the right things to Caveman B. And now we've developed right. star systems and bestseller lists to communicate exactly which purchases are mistakes and which purchases are the right purchases. Right, absolutely. Cavemen started Neanderthals, humanoids. Their eyes were all black. Those who developed the whites of their eyes killed off those who did not develop the whites of their eyes. You know why? And how, how do we kill them and do you know why? We killed them 
by women not reproducing with them. And why is because when you got whites of your eyes, I can see where you're looking, you're more trustworthy. This is a real scientific fact. How do we kill off everybody with no whites of the eyes? We stop reproducing with them. They died single. This is genuinely the only the strong survive. Darwinism. This is that in its pure definition. So when you, CEO, are attempting to go into business, if you don't show me five stars when I ask you a question, I'm not buying from you. If you don't show me whatever you need to show me to let me think that you're in the flow of money, I'm not buying from you. I'm just not buying from you. And I know someone right now is saying, but what happens, Antonio, when you're just starting off? That has nothing to do with anything. That question is completely irrelevant. Everybody's just starting off. As a matter of fact, even if you got a billion dollars, the moment you woke up this morning, you're just starting off this morning. But to if I understand the heart of that question, this is what you do when you're just starting off. Create a product. Give it away to 10 people. Get out your pride. Have those 10 people give you honest feedback. Yes, that is exactly how they died. Have those people give you honest feedback. Fix your product, then use that feedback as stars. It is far better for you to have bad credit than for you to have no credit. Bad credit tells me you need a 27% interest rate. <laughs> no credit tells me I, I, I don't know where you buy. I'm, I'm unsure about you. I'd rather know you mismanage your money than to be unsure if you're going to steal from me. That's good. In order to be a CEO in the flow of money, there are a lot of things that need to change in your life. I've said this a long time ago. I'll say it now. The first thing you want to do is, and Phil, Phil said it earlier, the first thing you want to do is you want to find a congregation of people. I don't mean that spiritually, but it's a great word because a congregation is a group of people who freely donate their money based on a set of ideas and beliefs. Well, using Tanisha, again, I have no idea. I guess I just like the name, the, the energy of that name. If you are not in the flow, you know, I, I watch realtors do this all the time. Realtors are the worst marketers on planet Earth and also the best marketers. They're both and. They're mostly the worst. Realtors believe frequency is key. And as, as soon as someone becomes a realtor, they immediately tell you how renting, how stupid renting is. Y'all seen it? They can't wait to tell you how much of a dummy you're being by renting. And they go on this educational one-minute videos. And realtors are very good at one-minute videos, right? Y'all seen them? Like, you know, like TikTok is full of realtors now. Oh, my God. It's, it's full of realtors. 
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. But Jesus, the reason why realtors are the worst marketers on planet Earth is because for whatever reason, realtors fail houses. The worst thing you could possibly do. You don't sell houses. If you have a book, why the hell are you selling the book? If you have a private jet, you don't go, well, Jerome, this private jet gets about 3,000 miles per gallon. It has 956,000 nuts and bolts in it. It was just inspected just last year. That's boring and nobody cares. I swear to God, you that's what realtors do. Realtors get up there, they go, well, this is a four bedroom, two bath house. It has an open layout. <laughs> they do, they do. It has an open layout. There's an island in the kitchen. No one cares. This yeah, is Antonio. how you sell. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, you could you could go something. Hey, you're a Muslim. You're allowed four wives. This one's got four bedrooms, right there. You yeah. just conveyed the information, but you wrapped it in something like funny. Of course, you can't be that forward with everyone. But again, my point is, you wrap it in something, in a story, in a narrative. Right. That's right. No, that actually worked. Because now it, it, it depends on the man. The man wants his free time. He's thinking, man, I, I'm gonna have because I need my free time or anything like that. No. The way you sell something is you sell, this is where the benefit features comes in, right? You sell the benefits, not the features. But let me get out that fancy talk and let me just give it to you regularly. You sell the lifestyle. You go to Phil and you say, Phil, you shouldn't be in, you shouldn't be a coach. And you certainly shouldn't be dealing with TSA. Even if, Phil, you decide to ride first class, you still got to deal with TSA, Phil. You're the original human consultant. You, you, you should have your own private hangar. You've influenced thousands of people. They're all your children, Phil. And look at your gorgeous wife. Right? And you you sell them the idea of, you're damn right, I shouldn't be riding TSA. That's it. You get into the flow of money by not acting like every other CEO. And I'll, I'll greatly explain. Go ahead, Phil. When they recently, oh, I don't know how many years ago, they changed the rules for flight. If you own an airplane and I paid you more, the dollar more than gas, you were you were an airline and you had to go through all these regulations. Well, they changed the rules, and they have now you can have partial ownership of airplanes. 
So I had a guy come to me and says, I need help trying to get this idea out. So we would go to corporations, get their travel travel information, find out, do an analysis of them, tell them how much money they would actually save by going private as opposed to flying commercial because of people aren't waiting in line. They can, if your team is working together, they can work during the flight. And we called ourselves financial planners. I like that. Don't you like that? Financial planners? Yeah. I guess financial planner. That is really good. That is really good. <laughs> yeah. But what you really, the cliff note is it's who are you, what do you have, and how can I benefit? So like humor consultants would be since 1981, we help individuals and organizations be more productive by making work fun. So we help who it is, what do you do, and how do you do it? And that's how you start putting this stuff together. Absolutely. We agree. 100% information. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take four people. Four people. You're going to ask me questions. I'm going to get the four people first. And then I'm going to tie into the rest of what I want to say in that. I'm going to make this very beneficial and entertaining. You need to have real problems. If you're too prideful to have your real problem, then don't don't ask because I'm not going to answer your question. You need to have a real problem. That real problem could be getting from one million to three million. You need real problems. Who right now is genuinely every single day working your business and running into real problems? Go ahead. Let me let, let me identify thine sales, please. Who are you? I always run into problems. <laughs> good, good. Ken Johnson, yes. Ken Johnson just got some money, and money causes problems. That's for sure. That's for sure. Tyrell, let me he's, hear you. He's not the only one. Okay, yeah, both of y'all are actively working your business. Is there anybody else? Or she has said me in the chat. Or she has said me in the chat. She does run her business. Antoine as well. Right, the rest. And Antoine, good. Good. I'll I'll talk about Ken in reverse by talking about me. The my credit looks like this. It is barren. It is without anything. It is it is forty one year old man credit with credit cards, but nothing else. No car, no house. And it's the most brilliant thing you could ever possibly do. But you don't necessarily understand that. Allow me to explain. I own nothing. Well, I own two things now because of Ken Johnson. But outside of that, I own nothing, but I control everything. I am a very poor person controlling extreme amounts of assets and cash flow. I live that life on purpose and millionaires can't even understand that because millionaire just simply means middle class. You have to get way past 10 million to even change your mindset. When you have money, 
the first problem you create for yourself is how do I keep it? Then you start keeping it, Antoine, and you go, damn, the government's taking it from me while I'm keeping it. Then you go, well, how do I multiply? And these are really the only three problems that you need to solve on this planet when it comes to money. How to make it, how to keep it, how to multiply it. Everything is that simple. If you make, if you, if you make the matters of money complex, you're never going to make it. Money is extremely simple. We've convinced you through confusion it is complex because that's part of the game. Wait, 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 wait. If you make, wait. If you make making money complex, you'll never make it. Is that what you said? You're never going to make it. You're never going to make it. If you make money about hard work, you're never going to make it. If you make money about some complexities, you're never going to make it. Money is super simple. And it's not one of those things where you, you know, when you wordsmith a little bit, can you go, well, it's simple, but it's difficult. No, 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 no. Money is simple. The art of money is simple. Ease. No problem. We've got a lot of propaganda out there that confuses you and that convinces you making money is very hard, and that's why you don't get it. Okay, because you tell me this. Money, all, I don't mean that. I do not. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I do, you're good. I do you know, this, this, if you're new here, you can cut me off at any time. Go ahead. I do mean to interrupt you. I was about to lie to you. Um, because <laughs> you tell you tell me all the time, girl, making this money, it ain't hard. What are you doing? And I never understand what the hell you're talking about. Because <laughs> he's saying it ain't hard, but I don't I don't know. Hey, yeah, if I Tony, need six hundred, yes, sir. For those that are bitch, explain it to them in the same in the same sense as the VA in the process to get that money. Well, it's simple, right? The it's it's all simple. You just gotta all right, let's you have to understand the rules. If you're gonna be a V like Tyrell, the middleman for getting you hundred percent disability, you have to understand that they slick side put people in place to create a paper trail on you. You have no idea that that's what they're doing. Because they say next veteran and you feel special. And then as you get in there. You, they ask you, they, they disguise their questionnaires through niceties. How are you doing today? You think that is someone being nice to you, because especially if you're black, I didn't sleep with you last night, you better speak. But that's not what's happening. What's happening is there's slick side running that questionnaire on you. So as soon as you give the if I say, Jerome, how are you doing this morning? What the hell are you going to say, Jerome? I'm doing fine. <laughs> All right, then. Patient clearly does not have PTSD. He's fine. That's the truth. So what happens is you have to know the rules. I just woke up. Okay, good. Good. Thank you. You have to know the rules. And once you know the rules, you know the answers to the test. That's why you always got to get the grade. 
You always do. I'm never having that good of a day when I'm talking to the right people. And I'm always thinking about killing something. Shit. And, always. And, and I'm putting a blurb by, by the end of the year. Know the rule book is be coming out for veterans. <laughs> there you go. You have to know the rules. Grace, write this down. No, you want to make money? Anything I'm telling you is the same thing. Know the rules. Learn the answers to the test. Stop being offended when the answers show up in your life. That's it. That's it. Antoine, check this out. It's just like this here. I know the rules. Then I know the answer. Because once you know the rules, you know the answer to the test. So am I offended when you do something I don't believe in? That's the damn rules to the test. That's the answer. So there's no reason for me to get offended. I know number 27 is some racist crap. I know number 27 is some gender-specific crap. I know number 27 is you're going to try to control my uterus. Since that's the case, number 27 is you're going to control my uterus. Write down, yes, I am controlled. Go to number 28 and then circumvent them. It's the same way Donald Trump got president. Donald Trump became president. No offense if you like Donald Trump. I have not been saying that bad about Donald Trump. They told you, Jerome, go to school. Donald Trump didn't. Join your forces. Donald Trump didn't. Don't be a bully. Donald Trump didn't. Don't sexually assault women. Donald Trump didn't. And then went outside of that and became your leader. So if you know the answers to the test, you can do anything you want. We just need more good people knowing the answers to the test. You want to change the world? After you pray, there's some work to do. I didn't tell you not to pray. Just know that the way we got to the moon, after they finished praying, plus math. Is it making sense, Grace? Okay, sir, would you say when you said after after they prayed, you know, when they wanted to go to the moon, after they prayed, they, it's they, Yeah, can I see I froze up. If you if you're praying, go to the board, write out these math problems, these scientific problems. Know the rules. You understand me, Grace? Yes, sir. Okay, I understand it. My whole computer just restarted, so. But you can hear me here, right? Yes, we can. All right, keep your mic unmuted so I can know. Okay. If you are going be in the flow of money. Know the rules. So here are the rules of money, y'all. Make it, keep it, multiply it. Now, right now, somebody's having a major problem with what I just said, Antoine. You know why? Because they're saying it can't be that simple because I don't have it. I just told you when you know the answer to the test. What did I tell you, Grace? When you know the answer to the test, what? Stop being offended when the answers show up in your life. Ah, exactly. I just gave y'all the answer to the test, and I guarantee you 50% of this audience just got offended by the answers to the test. So I'm going to try this again. Money has three rules, three foundational rules. Make it, keep it, multiply it. Every single time Warren Buffett has ever told you the number one rule to make money is not to lose it, Y'all clapped, not understanding 
That's real talk. Oh, okay. Can you hear me, Grace? Yes, sir. I am looking at my modem. It's a power outage in the area. That was wrong. Uh-oh. I knew it was something going on. I knew it was something. All right. Talk to me now. <laughs> I feel it. It's blinking green. I was just saying, I knew it was something going on. Good. Good. And I get to stay with y'all right here. Let us keep going. If you know how to make it, I need to explain that. If you know how to keep it, I need to explain that. And if you know how to multiply, I need to explain that. That's all you need to do. So how do you make money? I've said this before, but I need to say it again. I haven't said it on this call, and it hasn't been for a while. There's two ways to make money. You sell what you know, or you collect it. You're a coach or a consultant, or you have some sort of membership economy. And so can you name us a few membership economies? I sure can. Log it on to Amazon. Log it on to Facebook. Netflix, Sam's Club card, going to your bank and getting a debit card with a Visa or a MasterCard logo on it. As soon as you go to your bank, you automatically become, whoever your bank is in partnership with, you become a a membership economy with MasterCard or Visa. Did that make sense, Grace? Was that like new information or a new spin on old information? Yes. Made a lot of sense. But that, yeah, that is, I've heard you say it. It's exactly what happens. Yeah. You sell what you know, or you collect money. Either way, as you're selling what you know, or collecting money, what you have is the only two ways to make money. Then on top of that, if you can learn how to do both of those, then you could make massive amounts of income. Now Antonio has explained the three rules of money, make money, keep money, multiply. Now I'm explaining you're going to make that money. How? By selling what you know or collecting money. Now the next logical statement now becomes, okay, Antonio, well then how do I sell what I know? And how do I collect money? And there's only three ways to exist in selling what you know or collecting money. Those three ways are trading time for money, using your money to make money, and creating multiple streams of income. And they fit, they fall in each one of those. They fall in each one of those. You're gonna you're going to trade your time for money. If you trade your time for money as a coach or a consultant, you can only have so many clients, you're going to stay in the middle class. If you use your money to make money as a coach and a consultant, that, that could be take their fee, put that fee into stocks or real estate or whatever you may be doing or invest it back in your company, then you're going to get eventually to the top 3% of the income earners of the world should you do it enough. If you create multiple streams of income, from your coaching or consultant. That means they join your consultant fee, but then they buy your book that goes along with your coaching. And then they buy your journal. So as you as you coach them, they take, they take, they get you make your own law of attraction journal or something, whatever it is that you do. You do that. Now you just sold three things. You sold your coaching package and the two associated books that go along with that. 
No problem. The third thing, no, that's it. That's it. That's everything about money. Grace, did I make that make sense? Yes, sir. Outstanding. I'm going to repeat that. I got no notes in front of me. I can't even see y'all. It's all in my head. But these, these are all true. You make money, you keep money, you multiply that money. That's it. It's that simple. Just in the money column, I'm breaking it down into deeper roots. Mm -hmm. Money column number one, you collect money. Money column number two, you sell what you know. I think I went out of order, but it's still tomato, tomato. Not a problem. Inside of money column number two, making deeper roots, you're going to trade time for money. You're going to invest money by making money. I'm using your money to make money or you are going to collect money. So let's talk about your churches or your mosque. Your churches in most cases are selling what they know, exclusive access to Christ, selling what they know, exclusive access to Allah, and collecting money through a membership economy called tithes and offerings or giving. Both the church and the mosque have a yearly program that gets you back in alignment to collect money. The mosque calls it Ramadan. The church calls it Lent. Let me know when I'm dropping this knowledge, Grace. Okay, sir. That's it. Every year for a quarter and a half, 40 days, they say, Ibrahim, we know you got a line. Let me get you back in alignment. <laughs> Let me put your mind back on peace and gratitude. Christians, you are out of line. Let me put you back in alignment. Let me just go ahead and let you purge yourself so you can give to Christ more. We got peace for these yearly activities. And Christians, that feast is called Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. This is get all that sin out, Grace, when you get your life back together. <laughs> if you don't know it, somebody like me created Mardi Gras just to make money. I just said, just so y'all know. Somebody yeah. looked at Tanisha going, she is fasting. Let me just go ahead. Tanisha, girl, go ahead. Drink a little bit. <laughs> Just happened to buy my drinks. That's exactly what we did. When you understand money, you understand, well, hell, if you're going to do Ramadan, I might as well have a feast. So during Ramadan, right after it, and even right before it, somebody like me is selling the finest of meats. Because guess what's going to happen right after Ramadan? Feast time. Guess what's going to happen right before Ramadan? Feast time. Not just that, we go to the Indian culture. Every December, I think it's, let's see, uh, Indian Independence is August 15th. The Festival of Lights, you had to, somebody had to look it up from there. It was somewhere around, somewhere in the wintertime. It's like December 12th-ish. And it's a huge festival of feast, lights, and gratitude, and remembrance. And somebody like me is selling meat and sugar. Why? Because if you're going to celebrate to your God, I, Antonio, is going to figure out how to make money off you celebrating to your God. 
and how to multiply you making money, me making money on the celebrating to your guy, and then I'm going to keep it once y'all walk away. Making this make sense, Grace? Yes. Outstanding. Can you see that Bishop, even if you... Uh, yes, sir. The uh, festivity of lights for India is um, Monday, October the 24th. October. Not December, October. You're right. It's October. That's right. That's right. Because I was just there in October. October. Festival of lights. Let's hey, Prophet Jerry to just talk. The first thing I know that I could do with Prophet Jerry is I know I can sell him holiness. He need a robe, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> you better quit, sir. Watch it, sir. It is. You better Get quit. Gators. Get him them gators. How <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you gonna be a prophet with no robe? Get out of here. I ain't gotta have a robe. And gators. Gotta have a robe. <laughs> and gators. Okay? You gotta have a cross. You gotta have a cross. And you know, you gotta have an iPad. Because yes, yes, he does. Yes. You, you can't, yeah, yeah, you can't be up there with your notes no more, prophet. Nah, you this gotta have 21st yes. century. Mm-hmm. We are enlightened, and I need you to have your little iPad up there while you're preaching. You understand, but you, you can't forget, you gotta have that oil. Yeah, come on, watch it. And black folk been black folk been buying the same brand of oil forever, forever. If, Man, let me if, tell you. That oil, it's that same little <laughs> green bottle. Yep. That same little Indeed. green bottle. They could, Ken Johnson. They could, they could recall that oil right now with salmonella. It wouldn't matter. Ain't no church turning that oil back in. <laughs> They'll be like God. Hey, hey, Bishop. They be like God anointed it, so it's not going to hurt. As long as you understand that somebody like me. I saw a lady named Brenda on. Somebody, I think it was Brenda Jones. Somebody like me, Miss Brenda, is looking at you going, ooh, Lord, I need my, 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 my eyes. Is, my eyes is getting worse. All right, big print letter Bible. Got you. <laughs> Say less. Uh-huh. Say less. Say less. What you need? Well, I be sitting in church, and I need something to do, and I can't pull out my phone. And I can't act like these young folk. That girl gets these peppermints and these cough drops. Say less. Got you. <laughs> Reverend. <laughs> I'm making a very good point here. I'm making a very good point here. CEOs like me are always looking at opportunities to get in the flow of money. Don't matter what my credit look like. Don't matter what's on it, what's not on it. I'm looking at you. And I'm all the way in your pockets. I'm so good at it. I got so much automated money. I don't even sell y'all. I don't sell you on this call. I don't sell you. I just don't sell you. Like literally y'all come here for free, get massive game and go home. I don't know what you do. I just know that I'm one of the very few people out here that is giving this information away. And the universe pays me for it. You get money. You keep money, you multiply the money. So let's talk about keeping money. Keeping money makes sense, but somebody's going to ask me, Grace, when Antonio, how do I keep the money? Say less, I got you, I got you. The first thing you want to do is keep the money is you want to get it out your hands. That makes a lot That's of sense. Yeah. First off, money in your hands never grow. 
Hey, Antonio. Yes, sir. Uh, dude, um, I'm sorry for interrupting you. My battery is about to die. Mm-hmm. I just want to uh, remind you that it was my birthday this weekend. And of course, I didn't take mine last time. I won't take this time either. I just request everyone who wants to wish me a birthday, send me a gift or anything, send it to Antonio's account. Just add a note. And then Antonio, whoever approaches you, who tells you that they need the money, just transfer all of it to them, please. Okay? Fair enough. I sure will. I sure will. So if you, you all, uh, I guess Grace put out the cash app, so that's not tied to anything. Put out my cash app. And if anybody wants to send Ibrahim money for his birthday, by all means, you can. He's our head writer. He's blessed many people around his community. And then send Grace a message if you need money, and I will send you all that money. Yeah, because yeah, last time, uh, uh, Freda and uh, um, many people sent me money on Cash App. I don't even have a Cash App. I just kept receiving <laughs> messages from Cash App to create an account available of the money. Didn't do it. And again, on PayPal as well, I didn't uh, want anyone to do it. So I just didn't have my PayPal announced. Uh, this time as well, but I don't think I should just let the opportunity slide. It could be uh, good for someone else. So just send it to Grace, guys. Whatever my service, my contribution means to me, uh, means to you, uh, and you want to gift me anything on my birthday, just send it to Grace, and then Grace, um, whoever needs the money as well, just send Grace the message. And then Antonio, Grace, you guys decide who that person is and just bless them. Um, and thank you so much for everyone who is going to go through with this. Thank you. There you go. Very nice. And if you're new here, we do this all the time. We pass around money all the time, for sure. For sure. If you're going to keep money, it's got to go into an investment account. Inflation is already killing your savings account. So it's got to go into an investment account. Investment account of any kind, it's up to you. That could be stocks, that could be real estate, or anything in between, that's up to you. If you're looking to get into stocks, there are two that I recommend two, two third parties that I would recommend to you only because they have the lowest fees and they have the lowest risk out there. And I don't get paid for this. It's Betterment, M-E-N-T, Betterment, and Acorns uh, are the two that I personally use, but I've been using them for a long time now. I remember driving the church van to San Antonio, Grace, mm-hmm. while everybody was giving away their money to the Lord. I gave my portion. Mm-hmm. And then I told myself, this was 2014, it was at Robert's church. Okay. 2014, I told myself, well, if the Lord got this, I'm sending twice as much of this to my acorns. Watch yourself. That money today is still spinning wheels. I'm going to catch it on the way home. Amen. Keeping money is real easy. Money has no value if it's not moving. If you have equity in your house, get it out right now. They're about to tell you you're unlendable anyway. Take the equity and go buy something that gives you money. Don't buy something. Buy something that gives you money. An apartment complex, a hard income producing asset. 
and then multiply your money. All right, then. Multiply your money. I could talk about many different things. I want to end this call. I want to. I want to talk about three things. When, now, four things when it comes to multiplying your money. Now, I'm gonna list them off real fast, and I'll explain them, and then we out of here. Number one, raise your prices. They're probably too low. By probably, I mean they are too low. I'm just being nice. Raise your prices. Number two, learn how to upsell. Number three, learn how to cross-sell. Number four, learn how to bundle better. I'm not going to spend any time on one, two, and three. I'll just give you examples. It's bundle better I want to spend time on. Raise your prices makes sense. If you don't have 10% of your current community complaining about your prices, your prices are too low. Let's see. Two. Learn how to upsell. I know you think of upsell as the, yeah, yeah, I think you get a long from memory. I know you think you need to, I, I, I know you think upsell is a bad thing, but it's not. And you get upset all the time. You buy shoes and have to get shoelaces. You buy a smartphone and have to get a charger. And even if it comes with a charger, they charge you for that. Mm-hmm. You buy a plane ticket, but have to check in your bag. You order a hamburger. If you want cheeseburger, they charge you for the cheese. Did, did you, y'all are aware of that, right? Like the cheeseburger yeah. costs more uh-huh. than hamburger, huh? Yes. Okay, then. thank you so much. So, so the cheese is an upsell. You just want to make your upsells so attractive that they're not they're not upsells. If you get a bra, you want to match your panties. That's an upsell. Am, am I out of line, Grace? That's, no, that's that upsell. makes sense. No, that's not out of line. Okay. All right. That's, that's well, upsell. That's true. They used to sell them together. Now they sell them separate. Yep. Right. I mean, if if you. If you want, if you, if you need maxi pads, you got to get toilet paper. True. Am I, am I, I'm, I'm trying true. to, I'm trying to make these examples very real. And then the thing, if you think they're not upsetting you, women, I know this because y'all send me to the store to go get your maxi pad super overnight. <laughs> Watch yourself, yeah. Did I not? Did I not say the right terms, Grace? Because I, I do this. You all did. The time. You, ain't the only, you ain't the only one, brother. That means you go to get them because you know the, the terminology. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Super and overnight <laughs> wings. Give me the one with the wings, please. For the love of you God, please. The one with the wings. Please. Okay. Thank you so much. So now that we know, so I gotta go buy these things. Ask yourself if super. Cost more or less than regular. That's a damn upsell. If wings cost more than super, I don't even think if they make super regular, they out of line. They shouldn't because ain't nobody buying that. Ain't nobody buying no super without no wings. That don't make no sense. Shame on them, whoever doing that. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just simply saying. 
that upsells are part of life and y'all don't even notice them because the people are billion dollar, million dollar companies, they upsell to your common sense. Y'all try to upsell some stuff that I don't need. But the last thing I want to do, the last thing I want to do is be at somebody else's house and clog up their toilet because I use the restroom. Who knows what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they ain't going to keep it real with me, Grace. That's not right. No, that's, like, that's, like, that's right. That's right. Uh-huh. That's like, that's like, that's like, that's like, yeah, 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 that's, that's real. That's yeah, snake, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get you get your prayer life real quick as soon as that toilet don't flush all the way. Love. Oh my God, Jesus. Come on. Who on. gave him a microphone? Who gave him a microphone? <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm trying to make this money make sense to you, Jerome. I'm trying to make this money make sense to you. That's it. And you'd be like, oh thank you, they got a plunger here. And I can't stand going to your old grandmother's house. I ain't got no damn plunger. <laughs> so I just say. I just say to myself, I'll just hold it. I'm good. <laughs> I leave this fellowship two hours early, drive all the way back across town just to use my own restroom. That's an upsell. That's all upsell. That's all upsell. Cross sell is straight McDonald's, Chick fil A. You want fries with that? You want a soda? You want a super size? That's all cross sales. It's bundle better that I want to free you on. Bundle better with every Misha, Diana, Arshia, Jaquita needs in your life. <sighs> Don't ever lower your prices. Mm. I, I say it, Grace. You did. Don't ever lower your prices. Just so we're clear. Don't ever lower your prices. Just so we're clear. Don't ever lower your prices. Price is not an objective. That's what we call it a price objective. Yes, don't lower your prices. Add more value to your product and you won't have to lower your prices. This is why bundle, this is where we end. This is why bundle better is so important. Look, I open up this call by saying CEOs getting a flow of money, right? Outstanding. Grace, that's all I've talked about was all the ways to get in the flow of money. Is this fair? Yes. I can't help you anymore as far as this subject goes. Maybe I give you a little bonus. But in fairness, getting in the flow of money is to understand that you don't need to lower your prices. Now, I'm not telling you not to offer some sort of discount as a promotional thing, but then what you're doing is that's called a loss leader. You're losing money on that product because you have other things to cross up, sideways sale, all sorts of stuff. This call is free. We'll continue to be free long as I do it because we got 50 million things behind this call. I don't need to tell you anything. Mr. Phil has his mic on huh? you get a chance. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't see anything. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah, there's a, I have a program called Price. What's it all about? Where there are 18 separate price objections. Only two have to do with price. The other 16 are either tactics or conditions. And mm-hmm. you, when you're in that mm-hmm. environment, you say there's three things. There's quality, there's quality 
there's price, there's quality, and there's service. I can give you two. I can't give you all three. If you want the lowest price and the best service, don't expect the best quality, McDonald's hamburgers. If you want the lowest price and the best service, I'm going to get it to you when I want to. And if anything goes wrong, don't call me. But if you want the best quality and best service, which will translate into the best value, please don't expect to pay the lowest price. And another technique, you need me to, what do you want me to take out of this? If you want me to drop my price, then what do you want me to take out of our opportunity here? Because if I just drop my price and not take anything out, all I'm telling you is I wasn't giving you the true price going in. And that's not true. I'm giving you the best price right now. So if you need a lower price, and I understand that, what do you want me to take out of our transaction? <laughs> that last was finger, Grace. <laughs> yeah, I got you. What do you want me to take out of that transaction? That's it. Because you can't get this Cadillac treatment. I mean, you. I got these bald tires back yeah. here that I can put on it. <laughs> yeah, with no problem. No problem for sure. For sure. You need to bundle better. Feels right. If you, if, I mean, right now, I have a grant list. Like, if any of y'all need, well, I, I don't. It's not for sale. I was hooking people up. I had it. I was giving away for ninety nine dollars. I guess Grace, if I accidentally mentioned it, you can. Uh, I, it's not something I'm trying to sell, but anyway, it's a ninety nine dollar grant list. It has four hundred grants for women, minorities felons, over 400 different categories. Grants come with $500,000 plus mentorship and all available grants today, 2022 list. And they're reoccurring. So if one expired, then they can just wait to next year or, or you go to the website. All the information is, is not only valuable, but accurate. I don't know, it cost me maybe $30,000 in investments just to get this grant list. And it's not something I'm selling on purpose because I want it exclusive. I'm looking for a certain type of customer, so I'm just holding it. But that's $99. And it's not that I lowered the price. It's a no-brainer to exchange $99 for 500000 what I'm doing there is not on this list. If you want, Grace, put your phone number out there because I, I hate that I brought it up now. But since I did, I guess God wants y'all blessed. Since I did, text Grace directly. Grant should tell you all about it. Actually, there's nothing to tell about it. It's, it's, it's the best list in the world right now. But this is my bonus here. I want you to receive bundle better, add the value, add value to your product, and you won't have to lower your price. What you do is you add so much that the $99 seems like a steal. 
which leads me to the very last thing, and it's a bonus thing. And it's, just, it's inside the 22 immutable laws of, I can't remember, I think it's marketing. I can't remember which one it is. I think it's marketing. There's two of them. Immutable laws of sales, immutable laws of, anyway. I got it memorized. It's called the law of perception. This is where we end. Let me back up because I set up two things at once. I told you, do not lower your prices, bundle better. Raise your value. So when someone spends $197 from you, it looks like pennies compared to the $1,000 you should have charged them. Raise your value. If I tell you, hey, everybody, first come, first serve, $1,000, you can get my $500,000 house. Before this call finished, before I could finish, somebody like Sugar would cash out ASAP without even getting the details. Jerome would jump on it because it's just a no-brainer. You understand? It's just a no-brainer. That's what happens when you raise your value. You don't have to drop your price because the people who speak success will understand. Let me get this before he changes mind. Have I made that clear so far, Grace? Yes, sir. Now watch this transition. There's something called the law of focus. As far as marketing goes, not universal law, as far as marketing goes, the most powerful concept in marketing is owning a word in the prospect's mind. I'm talking right now, Grace. Company can become incredibly successful when it finds a way to own real estate in that prospect mind from the word. Grace, if I tell you to go to Office Depot mm -hmm. and you are going to make thousand copies of one thing what kind of machine will you be using is it a rocks machine did y'all hear that phil i don't even think xerox still in business and i know off of zipo ain't using xerox machines <laughs> oh there are machines there oh there are machines there but they're not from the company xerox did i make this make sense grace Yes, you did. If I say, Grace, go to Apple Music and Google. Did I really make a mistake, Grace? <laughs> yeah. Go to Apple Music and Google this song. Did I really make a mistake? That's it. Yeah. I kind of made a mistake. But Google means search. Yes. So when I tell you to go to Facebook and Google this boy name, yeah. I, I, you know what I meant. Yes. Nobody's ever said, you know what? I'm going to bing it today. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, go Yahoo that boy name. Lies. You Google. You Google. You go to your PlayStation and you Google somebody. Because Google means search now. Yep. Yeah, I don't even realize it. There's two words that I've hijacked if you've been in this community long enough. One is value, that's obvious. But ATS, that actually means something now. It's the dumbest things you could possibly think of. 
But ATS means you could get some real stuff. It's the dumbest name on the planet, Grace. <laughs> it is. It's not even a name. It's my initials, for God's sake. But it don't even uh, mean my initials. Lightly, tread lightly, son. Antonio <laughs> T. Smith Jr. is something serious now. Watch well, out. We've been it, watching you, this you ATS. It, you better ask somebody. <laughs> shoot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but think of it. That's the point, though. The point is to own real estate in someone's mind. CEOs, here's my last words to you. I, I don't know. That was way more than 11 steps. That was 200 steps of how you can get in the flow of money. When you go out here today, do not go out here to make money. That's your first problem, for God's sake. Making money keeps you poor. You're trying to be wealthy, generate money. Now, I'm not here to tell you the goal is not to be wealthy. That is true. The goal is not to be wealthy. The goal is to be the highest expression of yourself. It is. The goal is to be the highest expression of yourself. Find your God-given talent and use that to the best of your ability. That's the goal, Grace. But is Antoine still here? Yes. Antoine, as a black man, I can't talk to you like that because I ain't going to lie to you. That's the truth. As a black man, though, I got a responsibility to tell you get this money right now. Stop playing with yourself. I have to understand two realities. I have to understand that the first thing I said, be the highest expression of yourself, is always the 100% unadulterated truth. I just know Adrian can't hear that. Mm. You didn't grow up that way. I'm not telling you. It's not. It's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Wait a minute. I'm looking in the (laughs) reflection of my, I'm looking in the reflection of a mirror. As you say, be the highest expression of yourself. Today, looking on that on the shadows of 45, like looking at it, I can honestly say today I can see it like that expression of myself. But for years, mm-hmm. people say that shit. You be like, what? Like this exactly. is my highest expression. Like I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> like what's wrong with me now, yo? Like what's wrong with me now? Like and for a long time, I think I fought it because I was like, it wasn't nothing wrong with me. It wasn't nothing wrong with me. But to be the highest expression of yourself, because if you're looking at somebody else thinking that that's where you need to be, you're absolutely wrong because that's not yourself. And we get so caught up in all the things that we see. And it's like, wow, Helen Keller was right. I'm telling, I guess it is easier to not be able to see some shit. That way you can go on with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you can see it, that's a problem. Because you're looking at it. You're fucking on that job. So I'm just, I'm sitting here listening to you, but that highest expression of yourself, it's a beautiful place to be. It's a good place to be able to see. It is. And you show it up is. better like and it's that. True. Mm. it's true. Go with yourself. It's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But I can't tell Grace all men are created equal. When she grew up knowing that if she wanted to get anything a man got, she got how, how hard you got work, Grace? Twice as hard. 
and, and, and it's Kermit's out here writing laws against men's penises or your uterus? <laughs> My uterus? So I guess we ain't created equal then. No. I'm not telling you that's not true. I'm just telling you I have to respect the fact that my brand exists in your mind, Grace. It's the only way my brand exists. Hear me, y'all. Give me three minutes. My brand only exists in your mind. It don't exist nowhere else. My brand mm-hmm. does not exist. There's no such thing as brand until your mind enters into my influence. And as long as I understand this, my job is to convince your mind that you need my brand like you need food. Mm. It's a deal. Flip that around on you. I don't know if Queen Tanisha is still here, but I can tell you this. I can tell you that she walked herself out there today and she don't adopt the attitude that somebody needs to be convinced that without me, they're going to starve to death. They're going to make no money. And before you get all holy on me, Coca-Cola is advertising to your newborn right now. I dare you to go watch Nickelodeon and see how bright and shiny them commercials are. Them kids running your living room every time, mama, 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 give me this. These adult companies is marketing to your seven-year-old. Yet, you so humble, you won't market and go live on Facebook. <laughs> Watch yourself. That's our problem. See, that's how I started the class. I have a straight book in, Grace. I started with content, I ended with content. If you're not going to I almost do a deal out there, Grace, but I don't feel like it. I almost blessed everybody, but I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I got to finish writing. Okay. Be a blessing, y'all. Be a blessing to yourselves. Get in the flow of money. Because if you're not in the flow of money, someone is making too much money off of you. We would not have a meeting tomorrow. I have a VA appointment because Tyrell is very efficient at his job. We will pick back up Wednesday as I have to be at the VA at 8 a.m. And we'll be uh, be back Wednesday. And maybe Wednesday I'll offer everybody some big deal. What you think, Grace? Okay. I, I, you know, I will not be mad if you do. Uh, but before you end the call, Mr. Phil, I muted his mic. Okay, I'm done. So go ahead, Phil. Yeah, tonight we're doing the emits at 6.30. Oh. For those of you who aren't familiar, more than 1 million copies sold. Uh, Success Magazine says Michael Gerber's powerful insights have given thousands of entrepreneurs new control over their businesses. It's called The E-Myth, Why Small Businesses Don't Work and What to Do About It. Tonight, we'll be covering the infancy, the technician's phase, and the adolescents getting some help. 6.30 Eastern Daylight Time. Excuse me. Be looking forward to that. No, I'm just saying we'll be looking forward to that. Cool beans. We'll see. Yep. Grace closes out. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this evening, this evening, this morning, getting the days <laughs> mixed up. Um, we have, do we have the eBay class today, sir? Uh, yeah, but it's going to be you and Deanna. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So I get this power outage in my area. Gotcha. So eBay class at 1030 a.m. Central, 1130 a.m. Eastern. Those of you who are in the class, you know. All right. And then y'all heard Mr. P. Is it the last one? Is it the last one or the second to last one? I believe it's the second to last one. All right. Second to last one. Good, good. Okay. All right, everyone. Yeah. Eight o'clock. We also have our wins and challenges. That's right. Late. That's right. So y'all want to be there for that one. Okay. So everyone have a wonderful Monday, wonderful day, wonderful week. You can plant better. You can dominate. Everyone take care. Love you. And happy birthday, Mr. Phil. Love you more. Happy birthday, Mr. Phil. Happy birthday, Mr. Phil. Have a good day.